You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is a sober podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and we help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every single episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, just head on over to decidedlydry.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Season three is here. One thing that I would like to start doing in these super amazing, well-thought-out intros that are on my notepad of my computer is give you a little fun fact or a silly story or, I don't know, maybe just give a shout-out to an upcoming event or a new product. Might make for a fun way to kick off the episode, and heck, you might learn something. So this week, I would like to share one of the biggest takeaways from my little teensy-weensy break. After years of practice and determination, I can confidently say that at 38 years old, I still do not know how to apply eyeliner. True story, don't judge me, it is what it is. In other news, specifically for my Pacific Northwest listeners, in a couple weeks here, Monday, November 14th to be exact, authors Michelle Smith, Emily Lynn Paulson, and Sumner Brooks are hosting a wholehearted recovery book talk up in Vancouver, Washington. Each author will share some information about their book and provide guests with inspiration and support tools around building or maintaining a healthy relationship with sobriety or your sober curious journey. I just purchased my ticket last week and am super excited for this unique and special opportunity. You can find the link to purchase tickets in the show notes for this episode. All proceeds benefit the She Recovers Foundation. If you plan on attending, please, please, please make sure if you see me, come say hi. I would love to meet you. All right, on to today's episode. Today's guest is Teresa. Teresa, better known as Tree, is a married 48-year young mom of a 26, almost 27-year-old son and super auntie to three nephews. In her previous life, she was a boys soccer coach as well as a soccer and softball player herself. Tree and I joined the SoberSys 21-Day Reset program the same month and have been connected ever since. She is a remarkable human and I simply adore her. I hope that you enjoy our chat. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jess with Decidedly Dry, and I am incredibly excited to introduce you to one of my very first sober sister friends, Tree. Hello, Tree. Hello, Jess. I'm so happy you're here. So I'm going to give everybody just a little spiel of where uh, where we met, how we met. Yeah. I guess not where, but <laughs> so um, Tree and I met through Sober Sis. And SoberSys was one of the programs that I refer to a lot, probably every other episode. It's usually, I met this person at Sober Mom Squad <laughs> or this one at SoberSys. And um, for me, these programs helped. Clearly, I have made a lot of connections. And Tree, we were in, I always have to correct myself. And luckily, my friends helped me out. But we were in like Jen's second yeah. reset. Second, Yeah, second reset. Okay. So we, we both decided to 
to try this whole sobriety thing, this sober minded thing. And uh, we were plopped in a Marco Polo app where That's right. we got real, real, real fast. <laughs> well, you got real, real, real fast. I was just sitting in the background lurking. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It took a while. We can talk it about did. that. We're going to, sure. we're going to hit on that. I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that people know how we know each other, I, I'd love for you to give people just a little intro. So why don't you tell listeners just, you know, who you are, if you have kids, where you live, what you do for fun. Sure. Ready, set, go. <laughs> Ready, set, go. It's on. Um, well, first of all, am I, am I the first Canadian on your uh, podcast? You might be. Oh, you did it. I'll, so, I'll send you a prize or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I am the, what was I? I was the, so I was the support Canadian that uh, yes. everybody in the Marco Polo needed. Uh, but I live um, in br- beautiful British Columbia um, in a place called Victoria, which is Vancouver Island. Um, and I am the mom of a 26 year old boy, man. But it's weird because I haven't aged, so I don't know yeah. how he's 26. It's like magic. Right? Um, <laughs> and I'm married uh, to love of my life. And he apparently still loves everything about me, even though he's dealing with this redhead, left-handed, crazy ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I always like to say that I'm also a super auntie to my three nephews. So um yeah, that's sort of those, those are my really important people in my life. Um, and I, I work in sort of the healthcare area, which I love. I also love everything about sort of healthcare um, in there. And then, yeah, I started my journey with you in March, 2019. 19. Oh, I know. It feels like forever ago. I know. Um, well, let's talk about that how well I mean we can go as far back as you want but um maybe just kind of talk about your history with alcohol when you started when the relationship kind of started to shift if you had any flags that kind of stuff um so my story I don't know it um I my the first time I met I was drunk is actually on film somewhere in the VHS archives VHS Um, (laughs) (laughs) thankfully I don't know that you could well I mean maybe someone could pull that one out um but I was in grade 10 and uh my sister was in grade 12 and they had a we had a house party and I didn't even realize what was happening but um you know me and my my best friend we were the grade 10s I got to be at this you know grade 12 party um and then I don't (laughs) I just remember most mostly that um my sister put me to bed at some point and I was in my parents waterbed which um, is not cool to wake up to when you're waking up the first time. And so I ended up throwing up in my parents' closet. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I did not touch it for a long time afterwards because I have to say I was very um, sporty. So soccer, softball, all of that. Um, So I just didn't have time for any of that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my my thing. Um, But in Canada, the legal drinking age is 19. So um, sort of family stuff had happened and uh, we lost our home uh, when I was 18. So luckily I have a fantastic older sister who has always sort of been the secondary mom. So she, uh, we had to move out at 18, I was 18, she was 20. Um, 
and uh, and then sort of when I turned, I guess, 19, it was, you know, you go to the club. Um, but I am more of a, a binge drinker. That's always sort of, so it was always one of those, you know, you go out on a Friday, go to the club, you know, drink your face off. <laughs> Saturday, you're hungover. And then Sunday was always soccer. So um, there was, so that was sort of how we, you know, rinse, repeat, did yeah, that. Yeah. And then um, when I was about three days before I turned 21, I found out I was pregnant with my son. And uh, luckily, <laughs> I didn't, I was, I think I was actually alcohol intolerant, to believe, believe it or not, because by then I was sort of living with his dad, and we were the party house. And I just, I remember everybody um, mixing drinks and, oh, this is awesome. Here, try this. And I was always like, oh, nope. Nope. And I thought there's something wrong with me. Um, but I didn't like, I didn't connect that at all. Cause I actually found out I was pregnant with him when I was about eight weeks along. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then of course, then it was mom mode. Um, and I am very fortunate that this mommy wine culture was not a thing and a thing. was not a thing. And, um, and I like, you know, I didn't have money. I was, I was at the, uh, you know, calculator, bring calculator to grocery store level of yeah, young mom. Um, so it didn't, I didn't even have money for that kind of stuff. So if, if we did drink, it was something like maybe a friend might give me something. And, and I just, it wasn't, I, how do you manage baby and drinking like I it's amazing when I do hear some of the stories um of women that have been able to do that because I mean I was young but I yeah it was not my my jam um just because I had him and then I guess it was sort of as you got older so it was more you know getting into my 30s and all of a sudden I had more freedom and and I'm not it's not to say I didn't drink I I did like um you know obviously I'm not with his dad and so there was a bit Uh, like I would have one weekend sort of a month maybe where I didn't have Josh so it was you know party time but I never sort of had that but and again it would be months and months in between it was not something um so then in my 30s you know I played um a lot of slow pitch which is sort of the mixed softball and so that you know there's softball tournaments there's a lot more um drinking and there's drinking with sports which actually I've never I don't do that's actually it's funny how you have these built-in or at least I had built-in rules around drinking Mm -hmm. um but it was you know if I was safe um if if it was around people that I knew that you know and and you know everybody's doing it so it was you know, fine. And then I don't drink and I wasn't, I wouldn't drink in front of kids. If there was kids, like, no, like I had some really hard rules with it, mm-hmm. but it just sort of in the, you know, in your thirties, it was like, you know, and then you're hungover and everybody's like laughing about it. Cause it's like, you know, you're a sports team. So it's like, oh yeah. Oh, ha ha. So yeah. and so yeah. threw up. Oh, ha ha. And you don't think it's, it's bad. Right. You just sort of, and then I don't know, I guess it just started to change where I was like, is this, is this normal? Like what, you know, it's well, that and that's what I was going to say. They kind of normalize it, you know, <laughs> like they make totally. it feel like that's totally normal. That's totally just what normal. you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, 
And, uh, and so I guess, yeah, it was start, I was just starting to have that, that little voice, but then what do I do? I, I do that. Oh, ignore it, but you hear it, but then, oh, well maybe. And, and this is sort of where my, a lot of my work has been where I, um, would compare, well, oh, well, hmm, they're drinking. Okay. So no, it's not that bad. Or, oh, they seem to get hungover and, oh, but when you're playing, um, slow pitch, you'll always find someone who drinks way I'm more sure. than yeah. you. And so it's, it's, it did sort of change. And then I, and then I did start to, you know, I, I did do that whole guilt and shame. Yeah. And, and then, um, I played on this women's team, uh, and one of the girls actually said, cause I was known as one night tree because I'm a bin drinker. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it great for one night. <laughs> and then that's it I have no rebound I had no and so they said well it's not really one night tree unless you got an apology text the next day because every time I would wake up and I would be so full of guilt like oh my god what did I do oh my my god what did I say and I still like sometimes it'll you know those those memories will come back like oh my god I can't believe I did that like I didn't judge other people if they did that I was always my harsh critic Mm-hmm. I always, you know, and then I guess, yeah, I, I just really, I, and I fought my brain a lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you do that. I feel like that sort of, now that I look back on it, I feel like that's sort of that first glimpse of, hey, but I mean, it, it's funny and sober sis, I feel like you, you, you listened to that voice way earlier than I did. I, I, I did the back and forth for, for a really long time. And then I just, I tried, I did try an easy route, which I don't know if I ever told you about, but I did, um, I did try, I saw something on YouTube because this is what we do. We look yeah. online, we, we look and are we, aren't we, what's happening or, and, yeah. you know, just almost to justify and prove to that brain, no, 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 no. Or that little voice, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. Um, but I actually sought out a doctor that could give me that naltrexone okay which is a medication that's apparently supposed to stop the dopamine I think or you know that that flat that uh, rush you get when you first drink right and I tried it and you know I felt like I feel like now looking back on it it was I was trying to get the easy button I was trying to hit that easy and I don't mean totally like pointing you out but that's what we do I mean with anything it's like okay well how can I meet my goal or solve this problem the fastest, the quickest, like where's the easy button? Right. So it's, it's, it's not just you. I'm sure whatever you just said, like somebody was like, Oh yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Easy button. (laughs) I've done that. (laughs) Um, and then I did, you know, it's that I just didn't think I was strong enough. I was weak willed. I had those thoughts running. Um, and then I think the sober sis thing came up on my feed and I was like, oh, so I, I remember hitting it and uh, we were just about to go to Mexico and Jen, who runs Sobersys, she messaged me right away and said, oh, you know, would you like to join? And I was like, no, I'm going to Mexico. And she's <laughs> like, that's fine. You, you know what? Don't worry. Like we can, you can contact me when you're back. And I, and I, I know you've also said it too. It was like a hundred bucks and you're kind of like, Ugh. Uh, yeah. And then it was like, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll do this. Yeah. And and I have to say the first week that I got it, I 
Um, I think I was like, cause I, again, binge drinker. So I, Monday to Thursday, not even a thought in my head, Mm. but Friday is the day. And then Saturday, maybe. And then, you know, it's kind of like a diet, right? (laughs) People, people are like, Oh, I'll start that on Monday. Like, but I, it was always my weekends where that was the hard part. So, um, so then, yeah, so I joined. And then of course that very first Friday, I think, um, I hadn't told my husband, I didn't think this was all, again, these are those secrets, right. That Mm -hmm. you keep and you just don't realize that they're actually, you know, you think, oh, if I told him it's going to be really bad, of course. Right. As the story goes, it got way easier once I did tell him. But at the time, <laughs> I didn't. I kept it really secret. And we had a friend come over and they were drinking. And so I remember I drank, but I felt even more guilt because here sure. I have, here I have joined this group, but I can't even get that first 30 days. Mm-hmm. Like what what is happening? And then of course I would be on the Marco. And at first, you know, you guys would would be talking and I and I was a bit confused at first. And then um I remember Jen checking in or how are you doing? And I was like, I, I don't, I don't I'm not doing that, Marco. Like I'll, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to talk. And so she said, oh, how about you practice with me? And so she, her and I did a couple of practice runs. And then I, I want to say, I did, I, I want to say it was a month or two in that I finally I think showed right. my face. <laughs> I love that. And I love her so much and I need to reach out to her because I feel like we spend so much time like praising her and talking about her because (laughs) well we I mean we were very unique in that you know I I can't remember who I talked to last but I had somebody on from the beginning recently and we talked about how unique our experience was with that program because it had been brand new I mean I remember I personally talked to her on the phone before I joined you know that was like that was her runway call you know now I think it's all probably on zoom or something, but I mean, she called me and I remember being in my bedroom, like, uh, I don't know, like maybe, <laughs> you know, like so nervous, <laughs> but excited because you know, in your gut, like, okay, like this, this has got to happen, you know, after all of those sleepless nights and those, you know, Google sessions of, well, do I have a drinking problem? You know? So I'm so glad that she did those practice runs with you so that you would share. Oh, that's so fun. Um, And for those of you that don't know, I'm just going to say it. Most of you probably know, but Marco Polo, the thing we keep referring to is like an app that you download. And the way I describe it is it's kind of like a video walkie talkie. (laughs) Like you just, yeah, Mm -hmm. you kind of record your little video. Hi, you know, this is how I'm doing. Press send and then people reply. And that was the tool that we, we never knew that we needed. Does that make sense? We totally never knew we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had to t- I had to say it again. Well, and it's great because, you know, you don't even have to do a video. Sometimes you can just mm-hmm. do a little message or we, we shared podcasts. There was such, uh, there were so many directions that mm-hmm. just having that contact, you know, like I think about a lot of the girls that we had were in, from Texas and mm-hmm. I, and then there's you. And I was just like, oh my God, all these American people, like it's so <laughs> fantastic. You know, and, and just all of the different, like all the different ladies, we were all like, it just, I, I think we're herd animals, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. you know, and here I, you know, here you are 
thinking you have this battle by yourself and that maybe, you know, am I wrong? Am I right? What's going on? And, you know, you're keeping all of that in. Mm -hmm. And then here all of a sudden, you know, you open that door just a little bit to let something in. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to some lady in, you know, Texas about, you know, how I'm feeling the exact same as her. And it just, Mm -hmm. it makes the world smaller and your problems the load is kind of less yeah like you know we're coming up on four years of being on that and we still talk I know yeah okay enough about those ladies let's talk more no I'm kidding (laughs) more (laughs) about you so I mean correct me if I'm wrong so you were just drinking on the weekend it was not an issue during the week so you joined sober sis Mm -hmm. um maybe had a slip up, you know, in the first 30 days here and there, um, Mm -hmm. here and there, or just one. Um, no, it was, my path has been more, um, what do they say? It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. Mine has been up, down, sideways. Um, but again, everybody's journey is their own in that sense. But then I also think, um, I need more data points. Mm-hmm. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> and so I always just now, now, you know, I've worked on that compassion piece for myself where it's like, Hey man. And I think too, right. Even within that sober sis, I was scared that you guys would judge me mm-hmm. because it, within that group, there was a couple of you that that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. And then there's a few of us that, oh, well, and I think when people disappear, it's almost because it's like, Oh, I can't even tell my sober sisters. But what I've learned is there is no judgment. Like I, as a human, I don't judge what anybody else is doing now. Like I've really realized that this is me and this is what I'm doing. And all I can do is step forward in my journey. And I don't have to follow, say what you did or what a couple of the other girls did, but I'm finally, after all of these data points that mm-hmm. I've been collecting. And let me tell you, <laughs> I collected quite a, collection. a few. <laughs> because but it that's is. that's good. I mean, because yeah. you, you learn from it, you know? I mean, like anything, you know? I mean, and I, I never encourage people to slip up, but that is, on the other side, an opportunity, you know? Like, 110%. so what did I learn from it? You know? Yep. Oh, I can't hang out with that person. <laughs> You know, I know that sounds terrible, but like, maybe there are people that are just not going to be a great influence for you. Maybe there are places that you go to, maybe, you know, you got to take a break from some of the events that you usually go to yep. a lot of things, big or small, but yeah. And then there's some that are just, it's learning to say no for you. Mm-hmm. It's learning. Cause I, I, you know, I've learned through this. I was a people pleaser. I'm always trying to, oh, if someone, well, why, you know, and of course, a lot of times we build up what someone's reaction is going to be like, what do you mean you're not drinking? What do you mean? Oh, what? You can't. And then you go to said event once you've built this strength, because it did take me a while to build this strength mm-hmm. in myself. When you go to these events, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> and if someone's like, oh, come on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, nope. And because I remember that whole playing it forward piece, I didn't understand it. And, mm-hmm. and I, I really struggled with, I don't get playing it forward. What are you talking about? Like, 
play it forward. I'm going to this party. I want to have fun (laughs) or whatever. Right. And now, now I get it. Now I get, is it worth, you know, the next day being a waste of time? Is it worth, you know, that 3am wake up? Is it worth having a crappy sleep? Is it worth eating horrible foods the next day because you're trying to cure that hangover? Uh, And now I can say, no, no, it's not. And no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at my list, which is what I always do. Um, You joined SoberSys. Yep. What other tools helped you, you know, along the way, not just in the beginning, but what, you know, what have you really had to commit to tools wise to bring you success? Um, Well, I feel like we're very or I can be very all or nothing. Well, I got to do all of this. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, oh, you know, you, you screwed up, you know, blah, blah. Give but up, yeah. I got your journal and, you know, shameless plug, <laughs> but I love your journal. Um, and I'm actually proud that I was a part of your process with that because I remember what do you think oh I'm really thinking there's nothing and it was so cool because <laughs> I would look at it a lot of times and the placement of when a brain dump happens which if anybody has your journal you know you 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 have a daily sort of thing and and this is so once again I didn't put that pressure on myself to do it every day I did try to do that didn't work so now my Hey, tree, how about you do it twice a week? Mm-hmm. It's all you need to do, just twice a week. And I can do that. I can stick with that. But if I tell myself I have to do it seven days a week, I might screw this up. Yeah. Um, podcasts, I have gone through quite a few different ones. Um, I'm very more medically minded. And I thought, so one of my, um, hangover new year's day things i remember watching this show about what goes into a hot dog i did not eat a hot dog i still have not probably eaten a hot dog so i know if i have a shock value that maybe this might turn me around so i did try to shock myself a few times but with the medical stuff in behind what drinking is but um originally rachel hart i know some people didn't don't like her but i i really the way her podcasts were I really enjoyed her topics and it was like a lot of times she would be hitting on some of the things I was actually thinking or feeling and I was like whoa Mm -hmm. and then and I have morphed like I'm constantly trying and again it's what speaks to you in that moment sometimes you can hear something and you're like oh yeah that's kind of okay and you know you move along or you know it's like what is this, this is exactly how I'm feeling. And so, you know, I went from Rachel Hart. I know I did this naked mind. Um, I really, I, you turned me on to the sober powered, Mm -hmm. uh, Jill and I love her again, she's more medically. So she explains all the medical stuff and what's going on in your brain. And that to me, I like, I, once I think you had her on your podcast, I was Mm -hmm. like, what, why haven't I heard it? Oh my God. So and now just little nuggets, like I feel like oh, it's yeah. so realistic to just push play for 15 minutes and be like, just mind blown by the information she provides. She's fantastic. Oh yeah. She really is. Um, Instagram has been 
awesome for finding people. And I have to say in the sober minded community, um, everybody is just really supportive, um, easy to talk to, Mm -hmm. you know, that recovery is a new black. I love her. Like she, she posts, you know, amazing things. Um, so those are sort of a lot of the tools walking, um, exercise. I'm a big exercise person. Um, so all of those sort of tools. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I'm constantly in, they're always in that rotation Yeah, and you can always add new things or you can take things out of the toolbox if they're just not working for you in that, what you need in that moment. Yeah, exactly. It's always changing, you know, and when you're feeling, I don't know, I can't decide if I like the word triggered, but if you're feeling the urge, you know, it's time to look at those tools again. You know, I find that even as you get further on in your journey and you're feeling strong, you do have those moments where maybe I'm not listening to podcasts. I'm not talking to my people, but then if I feel those urges, it's like, oh, well, (laughs) maybe we need to go back and look at what helps us stay focused and motivated and strong. Well, and also just because you think a thought doesn't mean that you have to believe Mm -hmm. what your brain is saying in that moment. Because we know our brain thinks of a lot of things during the day. And a lot of times, um, you know, recently a friend asked me, she's like, so is that it? Are you never drinking again? And I said, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just not drinking right now. And you know, you do hear a lot of people say it, but again, in a way I look at it as I'm tricking my brain a little bit, just in the sense that if I was to say, yeah, no, I'm never drinking again that's going to trigger my brain. A hundred percent. Yeah. If you tell me I'm not going to be able to have cheese, then I want cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Hello. (laughs) I mean, we're just little kids, you know, if you tell someone not to do something, they're going to want to do it. (laughs) So, (laughs) and I'm a redhead. So my husband always says, if he wants me to do something, he tells me the opposite. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh, all right. Peeking at my list. So Mm -hmm. big or small, what were some of the benefits that you started feeling once you started removing it? Like, what did those weekends look like? Was it hard in the beginning or did you start to notice positive benefits? Um, this one, this one's more like an accumulative thing, but I've learned to trust uh, me again, my decisions. If I, cause I know when you're drinking, a lot of times you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go do this thing, but I'm only going to have two. That's it. You're just doing two and that's it. And you're walking out. And then <laughs> the next day you're like, what the heck just happened? What and happened so, to, two? <laughs> to two? And in a way it's like, you keep lying to yourself. And so then you, it's like, you almost can't even trust who you are mm-hmm. when you're saying I'm not doing that. And so for me, it's like, oh, Hey, I get to know tree and I trust her. And when she says she's going to go to this wedding and she's not going to drink, she's not gonna. And I wake up in the morning and honestly, the first thought in my head is I'm so proud of you. Look at you go. Mm-hmm. You said you were going to do it and you didn't. And awesome. And you, and look at you. And it's funny because there's been quite a few times where I wake up because, you know, say we've gone out late or whatever and it's like almost you almost wake up like you're hungover but you're not you're just tired and you're just like oh yeah wait a minute 
<laughs> this is like, I mean, I'm I thought, oh, okay, yeah, just tired. <laughs> you didn't do anything. You don't have to send an apology text because, mm. you, you know, you woke up at two o'clock in the morning and went, oh my God, what did I do? Right. And so I think um, that's awesome. And then I know I keep talking about my brain, but freeing that space up, mm-hmm. the constant battle of, okay, are you going to do this this weekend? Or, oh, okay, this is coming. And so you're, you know, you're almost pre-planning, you're thinking you're, it's a constant mm-hmm. conversation. And now I don't have that, <laughs> which right. is nice. It's a relief, right? Oh I mean, I feel like you can just breathe. It's like, wow, I did yeah. not realize how much I thought about drinking when I was drinking or leading up yeah. to drinking. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, it, yeah. It's crazy. It is. Um, I love all of that. I would also like to know what new hobbies or accomplishments or other things, I don't know, have been made possible or have happened because you're not drinking. Have there been any new things that you've kind of discovered? Um, well, I've been powerlifting. Yay. Which is very exciting because... Um, you know, former soccer player, softball player, um, did a triathlon once. Um, but I, this powerlifting is kind of my jam being 48 years old and lifting heavy things. Yeah. And we go, we get up at four o'clock in the morning and we go to the gym at four 30. I know we're nuts, but you and your husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't work out together. <laughs> we ride together. <laughs> we ride together. We don't work. Yeah. So, um, that has been awesome. And, and I've been really working on my self-compassion. Like, I really think that when you're drinking, you you have this whole other thought process going on. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm able to kind of really talk to myself, like I would my best friend going through something or, you know, okay. You know, even, you know, during the summer, I I did drink a couple of times because it was summer, um, but instead of that really crappy conversation <laughs> that I yeah. used to have with myself, I'm able to just say, hey, you know, that's okay. You know, it was summer. You let it go. That's okay. And so you just brush yourself off and you're going to keep going. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it doesn't mean you're anything less. doesn't mean that your journey is completely broken. It just means that you were being human and mm-hmm. it's okay. And lately I've been really thinking about, um, 24 year old me, and I know mm-hmm. it sounds silly, but that 24 year old, she left a unhappy sort of marriage. She went back to school. She was raising a three-year-old and she was so strong. And I just, mm-hmm. it's like giving myself credit for where I am now and how, who I was, even at 24. And it's like somewhere along the line, I lost her a little bit, but now I'm getting her back and, mm-hmm. and she's pretty awesome. So you're gonna make me cry. I didn't think I know I'm feeling <laughs> But it's true. I mean, I think alcohol kind of, I mean, we know what it does, but I feel like you lose yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and you forget how amazing you are, you know, I mean, there's just this kind of blurry phase, at least it was for me where it was just like surviving the day, you know, and I, I forgot 
all the amazing things that I was. And I mean, I, I don't want to bash on drinking Jess either. I mean, she, yeah. she did a great job. She raised two beautiful boys and did everything she could and did what she thought was normal, you know, I just didn't know about this other side, you know, and now we have the pleasure of kind of, I don't know, appreciating the things that we're doing and the person that we're becoming. Oh, and yeah. we're not done. No, I so, still got a few more chapters in the life of tree. I love it. I love it. Oh, I didn't think I was going to get choked up. Thanks a lot. Sorry. Um, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we'll just cut that part out. No. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. And good for you because that's not easy to do to look back at even chapters that we might've forgotten, you know, or like just kind of close the book and it's like, wow. I, what I, I did. And I think when you remove drinking, all of a sudden, those things like you do or you remember something mm -hmm. pretty clearly or you you can go back and and now I can go, hey, you know, yeah, that was a 24 year old tree. She was really, really strong. And then I can even go back into, you know, me in high school and I I actually wore a shirt and I and this was back in the late 80s, early 90s when you could probably get beat up for these sorts of things. But I actually wore a I was very anti-smoking mm. person. And I remember I I proudly wore a shirt that was like um like C dick smoke, C dick choke, C dick croak, like proud <laughs> grade nine walking down the hallway. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We should bring that back. Do you have it? No, it was like, <laughs> we need to recreate it. <laughs> I'm sure no one would be offended. Um, okay. I'm looking at my list again. Sure. Looking forward. You're doing some awesome stuff, but what's next? Mm -hmm. I mean, continuing to power lift. I know you and I have talked about, um, intuitive eating. That's yep. something else that we haven't talked about, but just kind of some new things that are, you know, present in your life. Are you continuing with all this? Are there other things you want to accomplish? What's all the good stuff that lies ahead? Um, yeah, powerlifting. So I'm going to go watch a competition. Um, just so I, I, it's my process. I need, I, I can't just jump into something. I want to watch. How does this work? Mm -hmm. Um, and build my way to a competition. And again, it's, you're only really competing with yourself, but because I have this competitive personality, um, in my age group, <laughs> I would technically be also competing against 40 year olds <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I feel like I need to pull that one and, and actually maybe do a competition in the spring just for me. Yeah. Um, and remembering that, um, intuitive eating. Yes. A lot of now I'm like, you know, you take the alcohol away and then all of a sudden it's like, again, looking at, wow, my brain has this tape that it's been playing on a loop. Um, and just basically how diet culture is very similar to the alcohol culture in terms of, you know, you go on Instagram and it's diet this and diet that. And if you, if you even look at one little thing, all of a sudden your feed is full of you know, this next new diet. Next, mm -hmm. And so you're constantly trying to chase this. And then it's that when you fail, well, it's you that failed, not the diet. Right. You just didn't follow that diet perfectly. And I think a lot of the same tools can be used yeah. <laughs> in that. And so I'm really just trying to explore, yeah, where, where that history has been for me. And again, I grew up 
in the 80s and 90s um, where, yeah, it was all skinny um, models, uh, Diet Coke, mm-hmm. and, you know, and here's this, you know, athletic redhead who does not fit that mold. So there's that piece that I'm, you know, I'm really, seems to, it really is talking to me right now. Um, I do want to try to write again. Um, it was something I used to love to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It just fell off the thing. Yeah. Um, so it's there. I, I, you know, again, I always have to baby step myself because I, I can't, I can't do all the things. Yeah. And I know you and I have talked about it. It's, you just can't do all of it and you need to, you know, take your time and just, yeah, that's a thought in my head. Um, and then I just, I need more babies in my life. This is okay. what I've decided. Got I need it. people in my life, not my son just yet. Cause I need <laughs> to find the right girl. <laughs> but I'm missing the little, like little kids. I miss them. And so yes. <laughs> I'm hoping that a few of my friends will slowly, uh, you know, have, have babies around me so that I can, cause I do, I think, I don't know if I want to be a grandma. <laughs> I want my son yeah, just need some babies. <laughs> <laughs> Zero pressure, everybody. Yeah. She needs babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. I am looking, we are down mm-hmm. to our last one. I can't believe it. And thank okay. you. If I haven't mentioned it, um, just for taking the time and being so so real. It's hard to share your story. Seriously. I mean, it's hard, but it's so powerful. I feel like you get done and it's like, oh, that felt pretty good. And for everybody listening, I mean, I know whenever I listen to somebody's story, I'm so appreciative. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was really cool of them to share that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, All right. Here's your last one. Okay. To the one or many that are listening right now and feeling inspired to make a change, what advice would you give them? Okay. So I know I said it earlier, but again, and I don't want to make humans sound like we're, (laughs) but we are, we're like a herd community. Like we, we seek out, um, approval. We seek out, um, you know, to fit in, to belong to it's in all of us. And so I have to say, like, just seek out a community and, some people like as we're talking you know I know we sort of talked a bit before and like someone might be listening to this and and think oh no 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 I'm not like this at all like tree story does not resonate with me I'm totally cool with that but maybe there's one person who's like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I was an athlete and I used to drink on weekends and I and I want to make this change but I don't know how to do that and and it doesn't have to be you wake up one day and that's it and you're done because I can assure you that is not my journey and that was not my path. But it starts with that little voice that we all have. And let me tell you, we will ignore that little voice sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> darn it, she can be really, really persistent. And sometimes you can quiet her down, but it's listening to that and honoring that piece of you because sometimes we have this ability to put others and things and all the things we push it and you know we push that down and we're so busy with life and so busy with making everybody else happy that it's like we forget us us. yeah and it's that whole life 
preserver. Put your life preserver on before you help someone else. Mm -hmm. But that's a really, really hard ask for especially moms and women, just even in today where we have to work full time, we have to raise the kids, we have to still be homemakers. Like my, I look at my grandmothers and I think in a lot of ways, those poor ladies were never given the opportunity to, to work and to be who they were meant to be. They, you know, both ended up with five children <laughs> and yeah. they were not very happy ladies because I was a kid and I remember thinking, <laughs> but then I think it has gone so far the other way where there's all of these expectations on us and that mm -hmm. in itself puts that pressure to, and maybe this is where that you drink to hit that release valve just to, to deal with the fact that we do have a lot of pressure on us. Mm -hmm. So just I guess for everybody, it's more try to try to do all the things like listen to all the things. But really, it's like going to a buffet at Vegas. If, you know, you're looking at all the food and you could have everything, but there, go for the things that actually you want. Mm -hmm. Right. So if 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 something isn't resonating with you when you're listening to it, then you know what? There's so many other podcasts or there's so many other people's stories that will and each one will um give you a little bit of a tool and you just don't you may not even realize it just mm -hmm. one little sentence um and i'm gonna quote maya angelou on this one because i oh i love me oprah but i listen to this oprah podcast and if i can find it i will share it with you so you yes, can put it in this share. and it was about the when you uh know better you do better mm -hmm. so i did what i did but I didn't know better then, but now I know better. So I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me in some of my darker days where I was feeling like, what is my problem? Oh my God, why can't I get it together? And it was like, but I was doing what I could do in that moment with what I had, mm -hmm. but now I can do better because I know better. And, I know better. Uh, you know, oh, and then always the Dory just keeps swimming. Mm-hmm. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true, so true. And oh my gosh, yes! If you find that podcast, um, yeah, let me know. I mean, and I'll I add save, it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it. It was um, that one really, really hit me. Those are some powerful words. Yeah, and so true. You yeah. Know, now that we know better, we do better. We do better. We do. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, if people do want to get in touch with you, zero pressure, but um, zero pressure. would it be okay to, I feel it, I feel the pressure coming. <laughs> um, would it be okay to link your Instagram so they could maybe send you Absolutely. a message? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, please do. I, you know what, if, if there's anything, any little piece that really resonated with you and I can help, absolutely. I, you know, because I owe so much to those people that help me. And, and actually messaged me back when I wasn't feeling. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I yep. remember how powerful it was. So uh, anything we can do to help. But all right, you. Well, I'm going to let you go. And okay. I just I'm so glad that uh, that we met and that our paths have crossed and I get to walk this walk with you. So thank me you. Me too. <laughs> Bye, friend. Bye. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, you can head over to decidedlydry.com. 
If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. It's sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.